0: Love to have you Continuing in the Hilchot Rosh Hashanah. The Shulchan Aruch says, uh, if I can find my place, Omer bi When a person is in their davening, they say, "Vatit lano at Yom they know Maskir Rosh So even though, even though uh, the first day of Rosh Hashanah is also in theory, Rosh Chodesh, Tishrei. Uh, when we're davening, we don't mention anything about Rosh Chodesh. We simply say that Hashem gave to us, as we were talking about last night, the place where you specifically have an insertion for the day. So we mention the fact that Hashem gave us this Yom HaZikaron, uh, which is R- uh, Rosh Hashanah, but we do not mention the fact that it is Rosh Chodesh. Here the mishnah says, Dik Shomrim, Yom HaZikaron, when we mention the fact that it's a day of Zikaron, of remembering. So Kainami, uh, Rosh Chodesh. So in theory, even though we're not mentioning Rosh Chodesh explicitly, it's sort of uh, uh, subsumed under this idea of Yoma HaZikaron. Dikari Zikaron, because we find elsewhere that Rosh Chodesh also is... Uh compared to a day of remembering, dechtiv mo'adeichem, rashi so on and so forth. Pasuk, I think, in ba'alolcha. Then it says, So all these different types of days will be days of zikaron. So once we mention the fact that it's a day of zikaron for Rosh Hashanah, it also sort of includes this idea of Rosh Chodesh, which would be subsumed under this idea. We've talked in the past, why is it that there doesn't seem to be any vestige of Rosh Chodesh on Rosh Hashanah? It seems a little bit uh, strange. So we gave a few different... Uh, Possibilities we suggested maybe there there is a vestige of Rosh Chodesh. We talked about the korbanot a little bit. I don't know if you remember. It got got a little bit dense there. But but uh, as far as why we don't mention Rosh Chodesh at all on Rosh Hashanah, we saw a couple possibilities. Number one. We mentioned the fact that the theme of Rosh Chodesh, and I like to point this out all the time, is that it is a zman kapara, a time of atonement. Now even though we definitely associate Rosh Hashanah with the tshuva process, the goal of obviously securing atonement, uh, the question is whether Rosh Hashanah itself is a day of atonement. It seems like it really is not, right? We're, we're not actively engaged in the tshuva process so much and if you look throughout the Rosh Hashanah davening, right? We seem to be much more, foc- more, much more focused on this idea of Hashem remembering, Hashem as king, the shofar, but we're not sitting there clapping al Khait and saying, oh, Hashem, I did this terrible thing and that terrible thing, right? So the day of Rosh Hashanah has other themes. It's not necessarily a day of kapara, it's a day of something else. Salvechik wanted to suggest that uh, Rosh Hashanah is part of the tshuva process, but it's specifically focused on one of the steps, the step of azivat hacheid, of actually leaving our sinful ways, the sinful path, stopping the performance of the sin that I'm worried about. He says, that's what the day of Rosh Hashanah is. It's not about the vidoy, the confession. It's not about necessarily the charata, the remorse. It's simply the leaving. The kapara comes after a complete tshuva process. That's what uh, uh, Yom Kippur is all about. But if Rosh Chodesh is the day of kapara, so it doesn't necessarily fit with uh, Rosh Hashanah. We also talked about the Gemara Masachat. Uh, Khulin talks about how Hashem asks us to offer a korban on Rosh Chodesh, a korban chata, a sin offering for Him. Because Hashem, so to speak, maybe sinned, whatever that means. It's not my suggestion. This is what the Gemara says, because Hashem made the moon very small. The moon complained when it and the sun were the same size initially at creation, said, hey, we can't have two kings, uh, you know, with uh, one crown, so to speak. So Hashem says, you're right. Why don't you make yourself smaller? Why don't you make yourself smaller? And that's what happened. Hashem says, you know what? I feel kind of bad about that. So go ahead and offer a korban chatat on my behalf, which is a wild thing to think about. But anyway, that doesn't necessarily fit with the theme of Rosh Hashanah either. The idea of Rosh Hashanah is Hashem as king, Hashem as creator of the world, the coming of Mashiach, all this other stuff. We're trying to think of the world uh, at at a point of perfection, something that we're working toward, and mentioning the fact that Hashem maybe didn't do something correct doesn't seem to fit. One last thing that we quoted, the Abu Draham says that when the Satan comes to uh, say to Hashem, remember, today of a day of judgment, the Satan comes and he says, hey, you know, so-and-so, he wasn't in, he wasn't on his best behavior throughout this year. And Hashem says, Well, I only accept two witnesses. So who's your second witness? And he says, The moon is my witness and Hashem says, no, 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 we don't deal with the moon today, right? So the moon can't serve as your second witness. Apparently the Satan cannot find another witness, and uh, that's it. So it's specifically on this day, we quote the pasuk, tiku, tiku we're supposed to blow the shofar uh, in a chodesh that is covered up by your chag. What is the chodesh that's covered up by your chag? That is this chodesh. It's not only covered up in that we don't mention it, but also the moon hides, so it can't serve as a witness against us. What this stuff means, I can't tell you 100%. But Rosh Chodesh, for the most part, is overlooked for Rosh Hashanah. Rabbi, Chana'an Ebedek Hashem Eretz, K'Rosh Baruch Hu Zahko Yisrael Fika, Achir